0: Hi, I'm Lisa. welcome to Pillontology, the pod about the wild and wonderful world of prescription pill medication. Every epi, I'll feature a pill and talk to a friend, or maybe not a friend, about their experience on that pill. Also a disclaimer, I'm not a doctor or a pharmacist, although sometimes I like to pretend that I am. Hope you enjoy. Today we're doing trazodone, and trazodone is an antidepressant used to treat major depressive disorder, anxiety disorders, and alcohol dependence. It's a serotonin antagonist and reuptake inhibitor. So it binds to and blocks or dampens serotonin rather than activating it. So lots of psychiatrists now prescribe low-dose trazodone instead of doing benzos, like Xanax or lorazepam, for insomnia. It's the second most prescribed pill for insomnia. It's off-label used for erectile dysfunction. <laughs> Psychosexual side effects in women include increased libido, priapism, and spontaneous orgasm. And I think priapism is just sustained erection. Yeah, I think that all would be great. these are pretty good...
1: Side effects.
0: <laughs> yeah. Also, weight loss. Seriously? I think I'm um, Trazin. Yeah. <laughs> it also may prevent age-related mental decline. Uh, so, today I'm talking to my good friend, Katie. And Katie uh, uses Trazodone to help her sleep. Trazodone is usually prescribed in 25 milligrams to 100 milligrams for help with insomnia. And then at higher doses for actual depression. And it puts people into like a pretty catatonic state, I guess so they can sleep their worries away. Yeah.
1: I always thought that was strange that, you know, if it puts me, actually knocks me out and I'm a chronic insomniac, that someone else takes it in the daytime for depression.
0: It's very strong. I'll attest to that. Yeah. Cheers. Cheers, girl. So Katie, can you tell me about your history with insomnia?
1: Yeah, um, I have had insomnia for over half my life now, which is crazy. Damn, we're young. So. I know,
0: I know. It's not that long.
1: Yeah, I guess that's true. <laughs> but I dream every night, so like I do sleep, and it's good sleep when I when I do. Um, my insomnia—it's tricky. It's not like. You know, there's things that you can do, like, and everyone recommends yoga, meditation, no caffeine, exercise, all of that. And sometimes I'm, like, on a roll and haven't had alcohol, caffeine, I've been exercising, I've been doing yoga for, like, a week, and I'll still have, like, two white nights in a row. Hmm. So sometimes it's just, like, not at all correlated. Other times it's clearly correlated when something, like, extremely stressful just happened or when I, yeah drank coffee too late or, yeah, alcohol definitely messes with it sometimes. But not always. Yeah, not always. That's the trick with at least mine.
0: And a white night for listeners is a night with no sleep at all. Yeah,
1: none at all. Where you can be up doing chores, watching movies, whatever, but you're just completely awake for the entire night.
0: It's such a frustrating feeling to know that
1: everybody else is asleep.
0: And it's the weirdest thing where you
1: can't like turn your mind off. Mm -hmm. And there's like, for me, there's sort of two different modes. There's one where my mind's in some kind of cycle. So it's either like a song that I listen to too much and then it's stuck in my head and it's going and it's going. And even if I watch a TV show for that like 30 minutes, it'll be off. And the second it's over, it like starts again. But the more frustrating one is when it's like, I've had, like, mathematical equations just going and going, and they don't even mean anything. It'll be, like, it'll be like, like happiness in life squared over the square root of depression times two. And it just doesn't mean anything, or it is numbers, but still doesn't mean anything.
0: I guess it's something that you'll never figure out the answer to that equation.
1: I guess <laughs> not. No. Um, but the second type is just... It feels completely chemical. Like, it feels Mm -hmm. like I hit, like, 10 p.m., I'm getting into bed, I've had my chamomile tea, I'm sitting there, I, like, put my earplugs in, right, everything's right, and then I just feel like, like, it's 8 a.m., and I'm well rested, and, like, I just feel no sleepiness at all, right, and it's just this chemical surge, like, all over my body, and it's complete awakeness, and sometimes it fades, and sometimes it doesn't, and then I'm awake all night.
0: On the nights that you're awake all night and you've tried to go to sleep, do you have a technique of diverting your energy to something else, like putting on a show or cleaning? Yeah,
1: the trick is there's some stuff you don't want to like overstimulate yourself because then it like sometimes you you know you never know if it's going to be a white night or not. So if you overstimulate yourself and let's say you like start doing work again, which is stressful, then that adds to it and it might turn into a white night. As opposed to if you do something mindless like cleaning is mm-hmm. good folding stuff whatever um and tv especially if you've seen the tv show like i've now rewatched the office countless times because of insomnia
0: i guess because there's no anxiety about what's gonna happen exactly it's something yeah. familiar
1: <laughs> but you still enjoy it and it's a bit soothing yeah turns your brain off a bit That works. I've got a bunch of different techniques. I switching positions, so like if I can't, if there's nowhere else to sleep, I'll like switch whether my head is at the foot of the bed or the head of the bed, um, or switching where you're sleeping, so moving to the couch or another bed if you have it works really well. And then oddly, sometimes I don't know if it's that I am hungry, but if I eat something, that'll help. Really? Yeah. Sometimes, like if I eat something and I take an Advil, it'll help, and sometimes I like. Let's say I have a piece of toast, then I realize, oh, I was hungry. <laughs> or, like, I take an Advil, I'm like, oh, shit, I did have a headache. Huh. I'm just, like, very not in touch with my body, yeah, probably, is the takeaway. Yeah, Yeah.
0: So yeah. when did you first try Trazodone?
1: Um, Trazodone, it was first prescribed in grad school, so
0: six years ago. And uh, was successful right away. Trazodone works right away. Um, yeah, the first time I took it, I passed out, but thought somebody was breathing in my ear the entire time because a side effect is night terrors and literally felt like there was somebody sleeping next to me the entire night and then woke up. Feeling really refreshed, actually. Quite terrified. <laughs> terrified, but feeling refreshed. So That's Trazodone. That is Trazodone. It's crazy how, yeah, something can put you to sleep like that. My brother, everyone in my family has sleep problems, but one of my brothers
1: came to visit once, and he couldn't sleep. And the second night, he was like, can I have one of your sleeping pills? And I gave him a half of a 25, and he woke up the next day, he was like, what the fuck was that? <laughs> what did he, what he, happened in his sleep? Well, first off, he was like, did you, like, fucking roofie me? Because he felt like he, like, passed out hardcore, never slept that, like, you know, hard, like a block. And same thing, he had had some scary nightmare or
0: something, and he was like, what the fuck? It's crazy. It's like something gets twisted in your brain, you're beamed to another universe, and then you're beamed down to Earth in a new form. Yeah. <laughs> it's wild. But in a well-rested form. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll take it. Yeah. Have you noticed any side effects on your mood generally? I mean honestly, as a, anyone who's had chronic insomnia can tell you,
1: not sleeping has very clear side effects on your mood, and not sleeping for multiple nights in a row, you like you just feel sick and and I live in India where it's often very hot and so I'll feel sick and faint and like just useless. So sleeping versus not sleeping, I just feel better. So I don't really know. I've been asked by the doctors before if you feel any sort of uh, like like a
0: trazodone hangover. But I really can't tell because it's just so much better than not sleeping. I agree. I'd rather be drugged than not sleep. I second that. Yeah. I mean, a night of bad sleep really throws you through a loop. If you're depression prone in any way, it's going to make all of your bad thoughts a hundred times worse. Totally. Your logic is worse. Like your ability. Your patience. Totally. Yeah. Yeah, Anger is faster. Yeah.
1: It's just all the bad stuff is accentuated.
0: Yeah. Hold on. Let me get you some more wine. We're pausing for one second. So prior to getting prescribed Trazodone in grad school you took other stuff for your insomnia. What were yeah. the other things that you took? So
1: since I was like 15, I would take uh, Benadryl, but the active ingredient I think is diphenylhydramine. Mm-hmm. And antihistamine. Yeah, work. antihistamines are fantastic. Fantastic. Um, <laughs> Shout
0: NyQuil, out to Promethazine. Can... <laughs> oh, I haven't tried it. Gotta try it. What's it like? Uh, it's what is used in scissor. A lot of rappers drink it, but they put codeine in it as well. But alone, it just like sedates you and puts you to sleep and is really wonderful. It's
1: a new one for me.
0: It also helps with tension headaches and nausea, and I'm prescribed it for nausea. Oh, nice. Due to IBS with constipation. Fun combo. (laughs) It's a really fun combo. (laughs) I feel for all my sufferers out there. Support. Um, Yeah, diphenylhydramine
1: and then doxyalanine were the two that I took forever and they're both over the counter. Um, and they were both, uh, I don't know. It's pretty low, uh, dose or low, whatever. Mm -hmm. It doesn't really feel like that much. It's more, I could never even tell if it's at that point, it gets to be a placebo thing Mm -hmm. or it's just enough calming that you like can go to sleep. But I don't think it really is the keep-you-asleep-all-night kind of thing, and it's certainly nothing like Trazodome. But it was definitely uh, useful. I never even heard of melatonin until college, till I went to California. Really? Yeah, I thought it was some, like, hippy-dippy thing. It is kind of <laughs> hippy-dippy. Yeah, I just love it when I meet people who, like they'll ask about like they're like oh you take sleeping pills and they're so astonished and they're like do you take melatonin i'm like girl melatonin is nothing
0: yeah some people are really serious about their pills it's like what planet are you living on
1: and what genes were you
0: born with right good for you but some people prefer to suffer i don't know why anybody would ever prefer to suffer it's like the people who want to give birth naturally yeah no i'm all about modern medicine yeah. Big fan. Me I think too. we should, you know,
1: take advantage of it.
0: Everybody's engineered anyways, like plastic surgery.
1: Yeah, there Dr. you go. Dr. Schoenfeld, hey. <laughs> Even, so, I, I live in India, and, uh, uh, you know, I've gotten it prescribed there. I've been living there about four years, and I've been to a couple different doctors, and in India, I, without fail, go to doctors, talk about my sleep issues, right, and without fail they start with you know you should do a vipassana retreat which is mm-hmm. one of these silent don't talk for 10 to 20 days mm-hmm. i'm like yeah you know if i had 10 to 20 days to take a vacation i'm sure that i would be sleeping better <laughs> and then it's like here's a book recommendation i'm like again this is fantastic but they do it i need a prescription and you are a Modern medicine, GP.
0: Yeah, they're all Deepak Chopra or whatever, and we're all, pump us with hard drugs. Please.
1: Hey, my, my mom raised us to, you know, take advantage of what exists in this world. And really? Yeah, if there's a solution out there, why not use it? So she's pro-pharma? She's definitely pro, uh, if you have a headache, drink a bunch of water, eat a piece of chicken, clearly. She's yeah, big on the chicken. protein, yeah. And then take an Advil, because why not? Does your dad believe in drugs? I have no idea.
0: <laughs> he probably would say whatever floats your boat. Yeah, I'm sure. I don't think either of them really think it's that big of a thing. I mean, Interesting. Yeah. My parents would kill me for this podcast. No way. 100P. Oh, I didn't even know. They don't know that I'm doing anything. Oh, wow. Yeah. What are you going to do if they find out? They'll pretend they didn't hear it. <laughs> Classic agreement. It's it's fine. Yeah. Um, okay, so yeah, what other things besides antihistamines and trazodone have you tried?
1: Um, so there was one that I was trying to think of the name of, and uh, I think lorazepam is the one, but mm-hmm. that was back in undergrad. So that was before I ever tried trazodone. Um. And I remember just, it wasn't as effective. So I still have had white nights on trazodone, but it's pretty rare. Uh, Whereas, like, white nights on um, diphenylhydramine plus melatonin happen to me. All the time. Yeah. That is not, like, a solution for me for curing those. Um, But... I remember lorazepam just didn't work very well. And it's not that it like had a bad hangover or bad side effects. I just like still, the insomnia
0: persisted. Lorazepam is a benzodiazepine. It's like Xanax. It's something that calms your nerves. So I guess on some level, your uh, insomnia might not be 100% nerve-related.
1: Sometimes it definitely is, but I, I'm sure it's not. Because sometimes mm-hmm. I'm on vacation and I'm like as relaxed as could be. Uh, well rested, like well fed, well hydrated, and it happens and it just feels chemical, like there's some switch where the adrenaline is running through my body or whatever the wake you up thing is running through my body as if it thinks it's 6 a.m. Do you take trazodone every night? No, I, well, when I'm on, when I have it, I usually do because once I start taking it, like right after I stop, I'll have rebound. Oh, yeah, at yeah. least like a couple nights of of bad sleep. But I've gone many long stretches of one year, year and a half, or just maybe six months or whatever without it. Um, I usually try to wait until I've had like a month with like a good month is sort of three white nights. A bad month is if I'm up to, like, six, seven. That's when I'll go see a doctor and get a script again because it's just... Yeah, that's a full week. Yeah, losing a week of... (laughs) That is crazy. Losing a week of sleep. I just get worse at my job and less happy
0: and less functional. I even, like, get nervous about driving and shit like that. Yeah. I mean, you're still... You present as sharp as a whip, but I think... Yeah, you must feel really shitty after a couple of nights. Yeah. For the listeners, I had uh insomnia
1: last night on yeah yeah so I I can function so last night was like a four and a half hours sleep night which I can totally function on not feeling great but can do it when it's at like two and a half three hours a night I'm just very useless
0: are you ever better having not slept at all than having slept a little bit.
1: Yeah, but only for the first half of the day. And then I'm I'm Then like, you
0: crash. Oh, completely. But but, then but not
1: fall asleep crash. I like just feel more sick. I feel more faint.
0: I like can't hold a normal conversation. But is a night that is um, a white night is it uh, is it usually followed by a full night? No. Oh, so it's you could almost have two always white followed
1: night. by a shitty night at least or like a I don't know, a gray night? But I have had two white nights in a row. You're almost like delirious at that point. It's like the least fun way of getting drunk. Um, But who knows if there is some where you doze off for like 15 minutes at a time or something, but you feel like you're awake. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Would you ever do a sleep study, do you think? Totally, but I don't know how
0: those things work. Because if I went to a hospital to some weird room,
1: yeah, there's no way I'd fucking sleep.
0: They've got to have invented something by now where, like, they can put a camera in your room. Yeah. But I still, I mean, if you're being observed, it's hard to perform in a way that...
1: Yeah, and there's all this stuff about... So sleep hygiene is all the stuff you do before bed to try to, Mm -hmm. you know, do the same things every night to try to reduce insomnia. Um, So, well, one, I like to sleep in my underwear. So, like, if I was doing a sleep study, I probably wouldn't do that. Which is already a, you know, diversion from my sleep hygiene, typically. You don't
0: want them to see your sexy body? <laughs> I don't, know.
1: Probably not have it on record for some scientific
0: study. Better now that. than
1: later. That's true, actually, yeah. Maybe I'll get really in shape during quarantine and then I'll do a sleep study. That's a good idea. Nice. Buy some cute underwear.
0: Do you meditate or do anything like that?
1: Um, I got... It sounds trite, but I got really into yoga after moving to India. But just no, to be that's clear, where you get
0: into yoga. Yeah, but
1: yoga in India is so much like less spiritual than yoga here. Yoga here, they're like, namaste. In India, it's just like like push-ups let's go now (laughs) like they don't it's way more this is exercise I love that yeah it's like Bikram who
0: came here and sexually assaulted all these women but had a business he was like this is part of my business model
1: yeah the Uh, sexual
0: assault just not the sexual assault but (laughs) like touching people and moving them and like yeah snap snap all right you're done with this pose let's go on it was different from the traditional yoga model, but it was very America. I know there's there's different schools of
1: yoga, and I've, I haven't gotten into the part of yoga where it's really focused on, uh, like, breath work, or I don't even know if chakras is really part of yoga, but... Maybe. Yeah, I haven't done anything like that. But with me, it was just, like, a great... It was so fun. I've met so many random women who I never would have met, and, uh, yeah, it's really fun. But that one has helped with sleep but also has helped with like back pain which helps with sleep um right yeah yeah. because that one's tricky the uh, the i i've tried meditation once now recently Mm -hmm. using the waking up app okay i know it's one of these things i should do and everyone says i should do
0: i've never done it really Mm mm
1: it's how i felt about yoga for a long time i just thought that's not for me i'm not gonna like it not gonna get anything out of it i'd rather like run for an hour than do yoga for an hour and it turns out i love it and i get a lot out of it so yeah i I felt that way
0: with yoga it's it's something that you're surprised by because it's like strength building but also really does relax your mind
1: yeah, and the flexibility. I, like, never was into stretching. Even back when I was, like, a little athlete as a child, I thought stretching yeah. was stupid. But, like, it made sense to build muscles. But I was like, I don't care if I'm flexible.
0: Do you feel more flexible now?
1: Way more flexible. I can, like, touch my toes easily and stuff, which I hadn't done since I was, like, 12.
0: Oh, cool. Let's stretch yeah. after. Okay. Go. I want to see. So, do you see yourself staying on trazodone for a long time? I mean, until my life
1: is less stressful, Mm -hmm. I definitely want to be able to take it when I need it. I definitely see myself staying on melatonin at the very least, which, you know, all the doctors I've talked to have said about melatonin and even diphenylhydramine together uh, that, like, long-term, there's just no evidence of, of any,
0: like anything bad like memory loss or
1: yeah compared to long-term insomnia and long-term lack of sleep and long-term stress caused by that it's just like a clear choice to choose good Mm -hmm. sleep but who knows maybe one day I'll like become a boat builder in the south of France and I'll have a really idyllic life and I will sleep like a baby
0: do you think that would make you sleep like a baby (sighs) an idyllic life
1: It's what it looks like in the movies.
0: (laughs) It does. But I always wonder, like, to what extent is it actually the society we live in? Or is it, you know, our biology? We would sleep shittily always. It's our time to have kids. Our bodies are are reacting with insomnia because we're not doing what we're supposed to be doing.
1: No, I hear you. And it definitely is. You feel it when it's just, like, chemically happening, too. And there's no other reason. You know? The same way with depression. Like, when there's no real cause for a sadness but you feel some deep aching sadness like of course that's chemical right yeah what else would it be
0: well I don't know I I think it's probably more than chemical I think it's usually like caused by a life event that that has altered our brain chemistry so much and that you've supposed to yeah but when we're triggered it comes
1: up I think the subconscious triggering is the thing that I don't really know what to do about right like same with the insomnia who knows maybe every single night I've ever had insomnia was like something logical mm-hmm. and I just didn't even notice the trigger and then my subconscious picks up on it. But why is the reaction, no sleep for you?
0: Because <laughs> like, you've trained your body so many year? times to do that.
1: Yeah, but what the hell? I, like, Did it make sense back in the day as cavemen not to sleep? Like, Was this a in case of danger, don't go to sleep? I think so. It's killing me. <laughs>
0: It's probably killing you. I'm sure. Actually. I, yeah, yeah. I know. Yeah. So, you take how much? 25 milligrams? 25 milligrams of trazodone.
1: Uh, it's 50 milligram pills that I split in half. So, on a bad night, I'll take 25 milligrams when I go to bed. And then, if I still can't go to sleep, maybe like three hours later, I'll Another take the 20, next 25. Um, or if I wake up in the middle of the night with that, like when I think it's like 10 a.m. and I'm well rested, but it's actually 3 a.m. Mm-hmm. Then I'll take another one then, or another 25. Um, And then for melatonin, I take 10, which is good. And And do you take it
0: before bed, or do you take it in the morning? Because melatonin supposedly builds up in your system, and it's supposed to replicate your circadian rhythm, so you can take it in the morning, and then it it takes effect at night. I had no idea. Well, I'm not a doctor. Sometimes (laughs) I I pretend
1: I am. I take it before bed. my cocktail um and then diphenylhydramine which i'm not sure it's whatever the normal dose for benadryl and that helps with back
0: pain too does it yeah you take tylenol pm or do you take just no i take diphenylhydramine oh okay well tylenol pm is tylenol plus the antihistamine nice i'm big on cvs
1: brand everything because it's just cheaper yeah and the exact same thing
0: it is yeah. yeah I'm big on Amazon brand. Hey, Jeff Bezos, please promote paleontology. Yeah. Um, the one thing I noticed with trazodone is when I first started taking it, I felt a lot happier, like colors seemed brighter to me and I just felt like more optimistic about life and now it's built up in my system and I don't feel that way as much I think you just build a tolerance to things and you can never quite get that first high that you got. Which is so sad. I was like loving life. I was so annoying. I was going up to people, dancing, like it was right before COVID. I felt very, very alive. This is a new side effect you can add to the fantastic side effects for women. Seeing colors (laughs) that I'd never seen before. That's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. And it definitely made me go to sleep. I don't think I feel as well rested as I do on just like a regular night's sleep. Really? Yeah, definitely not, but I feel good. I'll have somebody lying next to me breathing in my ear all night, but I feel good. <laughs> I, I
1: have taken... I haven't had a regular night's sleep in a long time. It's mostly when I forget to pack melatonin or any other pills that I have to. Uh, and sometimes it's a white night and usually it's just a bad night, but there was one trip into rural India where I forgot everything and I couldn't, uh, get anything from any of the pharmacies, um, cause we we're really far out there. And after a couple of days I got like
0: normal sleep and I don't think I noticed that much of a difference. I That's don't That's really though. cool. I mean... They say you can come on and off trazodone a lot more easily than benzos or other sleeping pills, like Ambien. Hmm. Like, what is it with Ambien? Ambien, I just hear all these, like, horror stories about people, like...
1: Eating in their sleep. <laughs> no, yeah, that's not <laughs> ideal either. <laughs> no, like, driving or some, yeah. something, like, like sleepwalking. Yeah. yeah. and sleep eating is so not fair.
0: It's really not fair, but honestly, I think those people are lying they're blaming it on the ambient.
1: We had a no pair who slept eight, and we know because my dad loves his midnight cheese and crackers, and apparently one time he went downstairs, and she was just, like, eating cookie after cookie out of the tin, and he sat down and was chatting to her. And oh. it took multiple minutes for him to figure out that she was
0: asleep. Blaming it on the ambient. <laughs> Maybe. Um, that's really funny. Yeah. Your dad... Katie's dad is really, really sweet, and... On his own agenda.
1: <laughs> yeah, his own wavelength, his own
0: cloud in the sky. Yeah. Yeah. Does he does he sleep eat too, or it's it's fully conscious? Sleep, Definitely conscious. Nighttime <laughs> eating. I
1: love nighttime eating with my dad. <laughs> it's fun. But yeah, sleep eating would be such a bummer because you miss out on enjoying it.
0: Maybe they do enjoy it though. Yeah, I guess. I enjoy sort of I enjoy what happens in my dreams sometimes. That's a good point. Sometimes I wish I could stay in my dream. Yeah,
1: that's true. Sometimes it's like horrifying nightmares and you can't escape. And then the next day you wake up all shook up. Mm -hmm. But now that we're like in our 30s, it's not appropriate to be shook up in the daytime because of a nightmare like a child
0: has. I feel like I'm starting to realize that it's appropriate to be shaken up. Life is so strange, especially right now. Like we just had a colleague die at work and it's like, how can we, yeah, it was very shocking. Things hit me. I don't know. He was young. He was 47. Good. But, um, I guess my point is that when you're an adult, like, everything should be excusable. Most types of behaviors, if you're generally consistent and then you have, like, a couple of days where you're being totally out of it or wacky, it's part of being human. And can you imagine dropping a baby on you on top of having to deal with work? And I mean, Ooh. that is life, but I think I'm not well-equipped, I guess, to handle. The baby part? More than More than, like, one stressor, I don't know what to do with myself. Yeah, but I think humans are also, like, wildly
1: resilient and flexible and we just kind of adjust. Unless they have personality disorders. I don't know. Even those people slash me and all of us adjust. (laughs) Are you calling yourself out? (laughs) Your personality disorder? I'm
0: sure. One or two or three. I like that perspective. Yeah. Yeah, That's true. People do adjust. If you took my pills away I think I'd adjust. I hope I would.
1: Yeah, you'd survive for sure. I was watching this um, video. I have uh, a friend who's coming out of rehab, and they send out these videos to the like friends and families, and it was like explaining all of the different sort of core issues and secondary symptoms and uh, relational issues that lead to things like addiction, but tons of other behaviors and. Um, it was really, you know, you go through it and you're, like, uh, diagnosing yourself, like, throughout the, the video. Um, it said, basically, there's, there's three columns, right? There's, like, too much functional adult and too little. And mm-hmm. you just want to, like, figure out how you can live in that functional adult space and behave like a functional adult in terms of... Boundaries in terms of uh, like intensity of things, Mm -hmm. in terms of yeah, moderation. But they say that your goal should just be to be a functional adult 50 to 60% of the time, which I was surprised by. I would have thought it'd be like, yeah, 80 or something. But I like that because they're like, if you set your goal too high, then you're just gonna be like, um,
0: Oh, yourself screwed up. For Exactly, yeah. yeah.
1: And then that's part of not being a functional adult is doing the whole perfectionist thing um, or calling yourself bad or too perfect or whatever. Um, so I like that idea that as long as I'm like a functional adult, maybe 60% of the time that I'm doing really well. And what does it mean, I guess, to be a functional adult? Well, for me, it means like at least with respect to insomnia and, and, it, and living a reasonable life it's like yeah I have insomnia quite frequently but as long as I can be there and present and productive at work with friends with family 60% of the time that I'm doing well and I yeah. think I'm doing better than
0: that you're definitely doing better so than that, you're that, that feels good a, yeah running a company in a relationship, have a good family, have a lot of friends. You have a lot in your life.
1: You just got to set that bar real low and then yeah, you're always succeeding. Yourself. <laughs> That's
0: one way to do it. It's wise. It's hard. We have a lot of demands on us, especially with like Instagram and Facebook and like a lot of things that we're always dodging, distractions that we're, do- that we're dodging that makes it really difficult to be present. Yeah, and then this like
1: endless, I don't know. There's we have so many things that are both our soothing mechanism and very quickly turn into anxiety producing. Yeah, and you like don't it, even notice it. In happening. the immediate,
0: they're soothing, and then in the yes. long term, they're very detrimental. And
1: even short term, long term, as much as like like last night, I was uh, searching, uh, searching the web, surfing the web. Someone put that on a CV recently for a hobby, and I was like, yes, I guess that's a hobby. Um, I don't hate it. He's honest. Right? <laughs> but I went down a Wikipedia hole, like, going from one to the other to the other to the other. And at first it was interesting and, like, captivating. And then it was a bit mind-numbing. And then it just kept going and going. And, like, I was I was like, okay, it's time to go to sleep. But you weren't done yet but because you're never done because the Internet has no end. Yeah. So it's this thing that, like, is a soothing mechanism to... You know, scroll through Twitter or Wikipedia holes or whatever it is that you enjoy. But then after some weird period of time, you just notice, oh man, this became anxiety-producing because I haven't finished yet.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's like a friend that's always there that will never leave you. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Reddit is the same way. I'll just go down wormhole after wormhole about bunion surgery or... The Kardashians episode, yeah. And it's, like, this whole community of people that are always there willing to talk to you or willing to put out information that's interesting to you. Yeah. I have no idea what the statistics actually are on
1: what mental illness used to be, like, let's say, pre-internet. Yeah. For, like, our parents when they were our age. That was pre-internet. Yeah, definitely. But what the, like, rates of mental illness, mood disorders, insomnia was then... Compared to now. And of course I bet it was underdiagnosed because it was way more stigmatized and all of that. But there's got to be tons of new stuff because of that. like
0: Yeah, for sure. And I also just read that the people who have the most insomnia are 18 to 30 year olds. Really? And then the least are boomers. Yeah.
1: Damn. Does it mean I have
0: the most insomnia forever or it could end at 30? No. They're saying the age bracket that has the most occurrences of insomnia are 18 to 30 year olds oh. so I don't know I guess we have less insomnia to look forward to which makes sense I think like as you get older you balance out hormonally and become maybe less ridiculous. It's like yeah or like you've seen what it's like to be stressed
1: yeah you've done all the experimentation and and dangerous things and you're
0: yeah, more I mean, I'm talking out of my ass. I don't Yeah, know. me too. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Also, I thought that would have happened to me by now. I feel generally a little bit better adjusted than I did when I was younger.
1: I definitely feel more me, and I okay. don't, yeah, so I don't put any energy into hiding myself anymore or, like, pretending to be cool or whatever it was, but... I don't know. Sometimes I'm still astounded at um, sort of the uh, amplitude of emotions that I can go through on a given hour, day, week, month, mm-hmm. or amplitude of of anything. Because mm-hmm. I just thought as you got older, that amplitude dampened, and it hasn't yet. Which in some ways is cool because life is still as you know exciting. exciting and intense as it was back when I was like 18. Um, but also, I'm really tired, so I'd be fine with it getting a bit more reasonable. Or well, there's
0: pills for that, can you?
1: Yeah, <laughs> there are. Yeah, but every new pill has a new side effect, and or six. And, yeah, so while I've been in India and not had, like, a constant doctor I'd be under. I've been reticent to start new ones that I didn't already know.
0: But you said... Trazodone doesn't have that many side effects for you. No, it's just sleep, which is fantastic. The only side effect.
1: The best side effect.
0: Yeah. Well, that's great. Yeah.
1: I could use some of the ones listed there, though. Or the seeing colors that you had. I
0: would have loved that. Priapism, seeing colors. No priapism for me, listeners, but colors is there. You should... Makers of Trazodone, you could add that to the bottle. Yes, I'm a new stat on the
1: book. Or those TV commercials where it's, like, a 15-second commercial and then a two-minute disclaimer. Oh, like, may cause suicide. It
0: always ends with suicide. Always. The yeah. black box warning. Yeah. Well, thankfully, neither one of us has experienced that. Have, have killed ourselves? Well, have attempted. Oh, yeah? Yeah. That's yeah. good. And
1: neither of us have been successful either, so.
0: Yes. Cheers, Katie. Cheers, girl. And my last question, mm-hmm. would you recommend Trazodone to listeners? Absolutely. Uh, if you are not a
1: hardcore insomniac like myself, maybe start with a real low dose, even break a 25 mg in half, but huge fan, highly recommend it, makes your life workable.
0: Yes, and please write down your dreams. We're signing out. We love you guys. Stay safe in COVID. Mwah. Bye.